Welcome to the Fresh Rain broadcast, where we encourage you to discover God's original intent for your life. I am Carla Allen. Livy Allen, my great niece, joins us today, and we will look at the pandemic through her eyes. But first, before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about Livy. Livy is 12 years old. This is her first year in middle school. She's a younger sister of Ella and the older sister of Ivy. She's definitely a creative. She loves to draw, sing, dance, bake, sew, act, and do pottery. Livy, welcome to the Fresh Rain broadcast. Thanks for having me, Auntie. Ah, you're welcome. <laughs> so let's get right into our conversation. Um, it's been over a year now that we have done school via distance learning. Can you believe that? No, I actually can't. I <laughs> know. So do you recall the last activity you did before they closed all the schools? Actually, yeah, I went on this science camp called Mission Springs. And so there was over 300 kids because there was two different schools there. And so, yeah, that was the last like big school or event trip that we had before the pandemic. Wow. And so what is the thing that you remember most about that time? Well, like most, I just remember, you know, having fun and enjoying it a lot because it was something that I was really excited for and that I knew that was coming. So I think it was really fun to experience everything that they had. Wow. Okay. So then shortly after that trip, um, what happened? So I think it was about a month after that trip where, um, I think it was like, I think it was a Friday and we were, we were, we were told that we had to pack up all of our things. And we were like, why are we packing up all of our things? And they couldn't tell us anything because they didn't, nobody knew anything. Mm-hmm. It was like straight in where nobody knew that we were supposed to wear masks or supposed to be distance. Mm-hmm. So it was basically the first week of finding out, well, here in California, that um, there was a pandemic and we didn't know what was happening. Okay. And then, so they told you to pack up all of your stuff. And then what happened after that? Well, um, I came home and I was hearing like my parents talking about a bunch of things and then hearing the news talking Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. this virus. And I heard something from school that something, a virus was around, but you know, I don't, I mean, I don't believe it if my parents will tell me or if I know it from someone. Because <laughs> that's good. That's a, I just, that's how I learn things, basically, or know things. Okay. And so they shut down the school. Now, did you think that, what, you're going to go back to school next week or um, in a couple of weeks? Or what were you thinking in your mind? I think I was like, okay, well, I don't know what's going on. So I was just hoping for the best. And I really thought we were going back the next week because... <laughs> I know we didn't have any plans about what was going on. So, I mean, I thought, yeah, we were going next week. So when you found out that you weren't going back to school and so they made the transition and said, you know, we're going to stay in um, distance learning, but they didn't really tell you how long. Um, But how did that make you feel, the fact that they say, okay, from this point, we're just going to do distance learning, but we don't know how long, and how did that make you feel? I think it made me confused, and also kind of, 
mad and sad at the same time, like mad that I don't get to do any fifth grade activities that we were going to do that were really exciting that people in the past year got to do, but we didn't get to do it. And I also sad because I that's where I connected with my friends and that's where I connected with my teachers. And so how was I supposed to do that via v- virtual? Yeah, through the computer. Okay, so... um. So how did you adjust to distance learning? Was it was it difficult for you to do that in initially? Well, I think it was at first. I was actually struggling with all my work and my homework. I feel like that if I was in class, I'd probably get a little more, not a little more help, but maybe I would feel more comfortable going up to the teacher and asking instead of, you know, doing virtually because I didn't know even if this was going to be as long as it as it was right so I think I kind of adapted to it but it was really hard to it was hard to make the transition um so what was the most difficult aspect of it though I think one of something that was really difficult was not being able to connect with people and even with friends and family and teachers and you know not even being not even being able to go to the store without not wearing a mask. We had to wear a mask. And, you know, it's just, I think it was really hard because, I mean, I didn't, I was, I didn't really know what was happening and how was I even supposed to, you know, adapt to my childhood if if I didn't really, I didn't really get what was going on. So I think that was really hard. Okay. Just not knowing. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so, um, even with that, what was there anything positive that you took away from all of this? There was what what did you learn in the midst of all of this? Um, I think I learned that things are not always going to turn out how you expect them to be and things can change like things can change. I mean, a lot of it was that I thought that I was going to have this amazing experience my last year of fifth grade. And, you know, it just kind of went downhill. But I think what Mm. was really nice is that I wasn't a kid that was always, like, down and sad. I felt like I always kept my hopes up and I knew that things were going to get better. Wow. That's very, very powerful. Um, So how were you able to stay so positive? Even though, like you're saying, everything went downhill. And I I think... uh, whether you were a child, whether you're an adult, I think everybody pretty much felt like that because of the drasticness in which we had to change in, in the way we did everything. And so um, how were you able to stay so positive to be hopeful? Well, I think one of the things is that's how I always am. And also <laughs> is, you know, my parents have always taught me that not everything is going to, you know, be joyful and happy. And some you're going to have moments where it's not always going to be like that. Mm -hmm. But I think that they, I think that's something that's really like grown on to me is that, yes, it wasn't a moment where like things were always great. Mm -hmm. But I think that was mostly good is that I knew that, things were going to get better if I kept myself happy and up and positive. What are some things that your family did to kind of keep everyone 
in a hopeful place? Well, um, one of the things that we did, I think it was during summertime, is we would do devotions every day, and we would get, we would, as a family, you know, we would have our notes, and we would do those, and it would kind of give us, like, something to look forward to, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so that was another thing, but also getting to, you know, see family, maybe social distancing, but also being to interact with them because we didn't get to see them as much as you would usually do. Right. Yeah. Because once a month we gather as a family, our entire family. And so that was a drastic change because we were not able to gather once a month as a Mm -hmm. family. And because we come together and then whosever birthday it is for that month, we we celebrate celebrate them. So we weren't able to come together. So we did a lot of family Zooms. (laughs) So yeah, that was great. Um, And so I'm thinking, so as you get ready to go back to school, because we are in a few weeks, uh, we're going to, you're going to be starting going back at, in a hybrid model, right? Yeah. And so what is the most thing, um, the one thing or the, yeah, I would say like that, the one thing you're most looking forward to? Um, probably getting to meet my, my teachers in person, but also getting to actually see what it would feel like and look like to be in a different environment. Because first, I never even got to go to the middle school because I was brand new to it. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be, I think something that I'm really looking forward to is seeing all the classes and seeing how how it is and also meeting my teachers. Meeting your teachers. Very, very good. And so what encouragement um, would you give to those kids like yourself? Um, But they may be kids like you, but they had a very difficult time in the pandemic. um, And they're dealing with maybe a lot of sadness, a lot of depression, um, and a lot of hopelessness. So how would you encourage them? Um, I would say... One thing to encourage them is probably just don't let yourself, like if you think something's not going to happen, just keep your hopes up because things will get better. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not like things are just going to change fast. Things are coming slowly. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing is just if you're happy and if you know that, that you and things will change, then they will. If you believe, then they will. That's very good. So um, as we come to a close, um, can you pray? Yeah, maybe for those kids that are having a difficult time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. God, I pray that any kid out there that's not feeling, that's not feeling like they're worth it or that they are here, just know that they are are that things are going to get better and that if they know you that things will amen 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 and so listen that that um i i appreciate um having this conversation with you uh livy you know we have conversations livy and i all the time um and i just want to address those of you who are listening um you may be um livy's age 12 you may be younger older or you may be an adult and you know some kids um if you need help One thing that we always say, don't hesitate to ask for help. If you have thoughts of harming yourself or if you don't have anyone you can turn to, we know for sure Jesus is there to always help you, to help me, to help us, right? And so Jesus is always our first response. 
He always gives us the help that we need and he uses people all the time. And so one resource I always like to give people is the National Suicide Prevention Helpline. They're available 24 hours a day. That number is 800-272-8255. So don't feel that you are without help. And then as we close today, I echo what Livy has said. Um, Hope is a powerful aspect of belief. And because even in dark places, if there is a tiny bit of hope, it can penetrate every dark place in your heart. Amen. And so Job, I'm going to close with two scriptures and a prayer. Job 14, seven through 19 says for a tree, there is hope. Chop it down and it still has a chance. So even today, we just come to encourage you to know that as long as you are breathing, as long as there is life, there is still a chance for you. And then the scripture goes on to say its roots can be put out, um, uh, can put out fresh sprouts. Even if its roots are old and gnarled, it stumps long dormant at first, at first with scent of water, it comes to life. And so it buds and grows like a sapling. And so even today we speak life over you. And uh, this other scripture says, first Peter five, uh, eight through 11 says, keep a cool head, stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. You're not alone. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on your faith. The suffering won't last forever. We, Livy and I have come today to tell you the, the pandemic will not last forever. So be encouraged. It won't be long before the generous God who has great plans for us in Christ eternal and glorious plans they are. God is a generous God and he is there for you. He has great plans for you and your life is going to change. And so we'll have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. So we're, we're here to encourage you to know that the pandemic does not get the last word. Um, but Jesus, he is the one that gets the last word. (laughs) So we hopefully um, that has encouraged you. Let me just speak a prayer over your life. Even as uh, Livy has already done that, I'm just going to follow up with her her prayer as well. Um, I speak uh, to every dark area in your life. May the light of God penetrate every dark area. Hallelujah. And may his life grant you new life today. May the spirit of God refresh you so you can live out God's original intent for your life. In Jesus name, we pray. Well, that's it. Thank you for joining us. Um, for this episode of the Fresh Rain broadcast with Carla and Livy Allen. Let me know your thoughts by leaving a review and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your family and friends. You can connect with me through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, 
we encourage you to live out God's original intent for your life.